I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Yeah, it's the show where you can nerd out, you can enjoy your life, learn new things, and become the real you, and unleash your superhero. And I want to snort lemon pledge. No, no, no snorty of the lemon pledge. Let's rock it. No touchy of my lemon. Why do you want to snort lemon pledge? Please, it's so lemon fresh. Does it clear your sinus? Indeed. Wait, she wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped out. Indeed. That's great. Indeed. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> That's great. Oh, you man. know, I feel like I've been snorting something because I'm having the worst allergy attack today that I've ever had in my entire life. And it's like my nostrils uh. are, are just like a faucet turned on. Uh. Yeah, it's, And I'm itching. Everything itches. I'm like, what the crap? Here's what I can yeah, think see- of, though. Sarah, you know, had her birthday this last weekend and everybody got her flowers and there are, I mean, it looks like a funeral home in here with flowers everywhere. <laughs> That's not a, different. It, it's not quite that bad. There's just a lot of flowers and I've been sneezing ever since. And I think I've sneezed over a hundred times today so far. So maybe, wow. maybe that's what it is. It's just the, you know, the pollination. It's not even pollen. What, what, is, what is that? They're, they're, if you're, if it's really that bad, if, if I mean that, that bad, if there are that many flowers in your home, that's you probably hit the nail on the head. But yeah. I've never heard of anyone getting that many flowers for their birthday. That is it, like a big birthday. You don't have to. No, tell us. no, no. It's, <laughs> but I think people just said, "Oh, we'll just do flowers." It's just kind of huh. funny. I mean, it's all good. It's just funny that there's yeah. like flowers everywhere. And I'm like, and can you take there them to is work? Your allergy. <laughs> yeah, take them to work, please. <laughs> and I don't have any allergy meds because I don't usually have attacks like this but oh well so if I'm sniffling and sounding real nasally that's why you need to snort some Zyrtec maybe lemon pledge would actually help me <laughs> mm, let me go find some no. Woo! <laughs> 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 no actually uh, that would actually not be good snorting but, Zyrtec no lemon pledge oh okay what about like Windex doesn't that cure everything is like snort Windex? I, uh, you know, I haven't shot up Windex in probably 20 years. So, <laughs> you've actually, and I don't know how it affects me these days. So, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. So, okay. I would just like to say that we would not endorse snorting anything or shooting up anything except maybe lactate brand milk. Is that what you're snorting? Or, or I, I guess you're drinking that right now, but you might be snorting it if you're laughing while you're drinking. I it. am consuming it in limited quantities because uh, even lactate brand milk, you know, it's dairy and you don't want to go nuts on dairy, but yeah, I've discovered a few things about it. First of all, it's really expensive. Yeah. Second of all, it's very sweet tasting and it's very pleasant to drink uh, okay. compared to okay. regular milk. Is more pleasant in, in my it? opinion. Yeah, well, it turns out the lactase enzyme that they add to it is a type of sugar, hmm. a couple different types of sugar or something like that, and it, and so it, it makes the milk sweeter. But the other thing I learned was that it lasts several weeks as compared to regular milk, which only lasts like a couple weeks if you're lucky. And the reason is that lactose-free milk is pasteurized at a higher temperature than regular huh. milk, and the process 
which is known as ultra pasteurization, is designed to remove the bacteria content entirely hmm. from that type of milk, giving it a, a refrigerated shelf life of like 60 to 90 days, which is ridiculous for milk. It never occurred hmm. to me that you could do something chemically to milk to, to make it last more than a month or two. I guess regular pasteurized milk retains some bacteria after the process, and that's why it goes bad after a week or so. so okay, that, that so. concerns me a bit, though, because... From what I've read, and again, I'm not a scientist here, but I thought that the bacteria that's in the milk is actually necessary. It's good for you in the sense of that helps to break down, you know, the lactose and everything and, and not create that insulin spike that milk can do. Maybe. I haven't read or that I guess far it's into a, it. Insulinemic right. is what they call it. Yeah, that's a good good question. But I, I bought some a few days ago and the girl at the register said, I've never seen milk this expensive before. It's <laughs> well, like, yeah, it's like $5 for a gallon. It's wow. really... Hi, you know, interesting. So. Huh? Yeah. Well, so okay, that's then. what I've been drinking. Okay, uh, fact checkers. I'm curious now. Is the because uh, again, what I've what I've heard, and you know, you know what? Okay, actually, let's do this. There is a website that Chris shared with me, and it's called Examine.com. It's going to be in the show notes, by the way. He was saying that this is a completely unbiased and dedicated to unbiased research type of website where they basically go to, you know, figure out all the health related stuff, food supplements, et cetera, and say, what's the truth behind this? You know, they're not hmm. getting paid anything. They don't make any money off of anything like that. They're just trying to find the truth behind all of this stuff that's out there that we hear so many different opinions on. So that's I would, hard to find. So I'm impressed. Yeah. Examine.com. Examine.com is what it's called. So I would be curious huh. to know about pasteurization and, is less pasteurization better for you or is more better for you? Because there's a lot of debate out there about that. You know, a lot of people are saying you shouldn't even pasteurize at all. Well, okay, but what about, you know, so I, let, let's try this. Let's, let's look it up. Interesting. Examine.com. Uh, for example, they're even talking about like, are eggs healthy? Is diet soda bad for you? What is the truth? It's so difficult to find a website that is objective. Yeah. What is examine.com? We were frustrated. There is no place we could turn to in order to get unbiased information on supplements. Sure, there was Wikipedia, but that wasn't getting into deep science. Everyone else had an agenda. Supplement companies misrepresenting science, media sensationalizing headlines, companies and individuals pushing unneeded supplements. And of course, they're trying to make money, right? Of course. Um, so anyway, these guys are going in and saying, fine, we're going to go read the research, make sense of it, put it online. Education company that looks at the research, nothing more, nothing less. We're the trusted brand. We have an entire team from medical doctors to researchers to professors to pharmacists because they're trying to figure it out from an unbiased perspective. So are these guys legit or not? My friend says they are. So probably more so. I mean, even common sense would say that they're probably more legit than, you know, your supplement sponsored websites. Sure. Well, here's the thing. And this this kind of frustrates me. But, you know, once in a while, you'll you'll hear people say supplements are good for you, which I believe they are. And they'll say, I've done some research into some of the brands that I think are the best supplements because they don't put in the fillers. There are, unfortunately, companies that put, I don't know what the exact chemical is, but it's one of the chemicals in like Sudafed. And I don't know which one it is. Whatever one of those chemicals is that makes you feel good, they will actually cut multivitamins with whatever that chemical is, that ingredient. Mm. They'll put it in your multivitamins so that when you take your multivitamin, well, you're feeling good. Wow, these multivitamins are great. Well, it's because you're getting a I dose lie. of the Sudafed stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of crap like that out there. And so there are people who will say, here are the brands to stay away from and here are the brands to go after. And, and that's good. Mm. And I like that because it's like, okay, well, I, I know what I'm getting. They seem to be better sourced. Let's see if they actually work. But then it goes back to which supplements actually are beneficial for you or not. 
I can honestly tell you, and I'm not saying this from a, a sales perspective because I am not a distributor, but Juice Plus, I do see an actual direct benefit from taking Juice Plus versus not. What's a, Juice Plus? It is a multi-level marketing company, but like I said, I'm not, I'm not a distributor, so I'm not speaking on that behalf. I like their product and that's it, but it's essentially you know, so many servings of your fruit and vegetable nutrients in a pill and you take oh. those pills and you get all the, you know, the benefits of that. Now it doesn't replace fruits and vegetables because you don't Without get the, the fiber. Sugar. Yeah. Well, you don't get any sugar from the fruit, which is awesome, but it doesn't yeah. replace vegetables because you don't get the fiber. Yeah. It's a supplement. That's all it is. It's not, you don't eat your fruits and vegetables and take this, you know, it's more of a, it helps give you the nutrients you need. But right. Sarah and I've both have seen an actual direct benefit to taking it versus not. So I like that company. I like those supplements. I've taken a bunch of other supplements and I don't see as much change or benefit. Maybe it's long-term and so I'm not going to notice it. You know, one thing I do notice a huge, huge factor one way or the other is vitamin D, but vitamin D is, and I'm, if I'm in the sun for 15 to 20 minutes a day, it makes a big difference. If I'm not, I notice the, you know, the mal effects of it. Taking a supplement doesn't make the difference like standing out in the sun does, you know, when it's negative 20 and you can't go outside and you know, the sun is not at that orbit that you get the full effect, or I guess we're not in the orbit. You know what I mean? Right. You know, taking a vitamin D supplement is, is pretty much essential in Colorado in the winter and in other, you know, cold places. And it does help to stave off the detriments of vitamin D deficiency and stuff like that. But nothing is like going out and standing in the sun, 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day in the summertime. So there yeah. are certain things you can just tell, oh, these make such a difference. Anyway, your thoughts on there and our conversation about the pasteurization is may- maybe we can find out from examine.com. So Chris, thanks for saying maybe. that. Yeah. Patty Spivitt sent out a really cool podcast and resource that I want to try. I need to get the link actually for that. It's in the in my messenger, but it's kind of a step-by-step how to determine which food or foods may be causing you problems, allergies, et cetera, or maybe you'll find out that none do. But it actually goes through, it's what they call the elimination diet to find out which foods are actually maybe causing you some problems or, or making right. you less healthy or whatever. Uh, but it's a very cool step-by-step process on how to do it. And I thought, ooh, so I'm going to try it. I know she's going to try it. Flash is going to try it. We're going to compare notes, see if there's anything out there that might be causing us harm. Maybe it's even like a low-grade harm that we don't even know about. Very cool. Sounds though. like too much work. Well, you take one thing at a time. It's actually <laughs> very simple. <laughs> If you look at like the one thing and and you talk about like you eat this for three days and you calculate, you write down like how you feel and then you take it away and then you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's one thing Mm -hmm. at a time. So it takes a long time, yeah, but it's it's not complicated. It's a process of elimination, but I, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, well, you know, I I can't wait to hear what your results are. And perhaps, like I said, for most people, maybe this isn't even an issue and you know, you feel great. You can eat whatever you want. And maybe you'll die early and, you know, maybe, maybe you're hurting right now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like who knows, right? But why not try something instead of taking all these medications, which I think are hurting us. Most of them are. Try eliminating stuff that might like try getting rid of flowers in our condo and (laughs) (laughs) uh, stop sniffling. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll find a link and have that posted in the notes as well. But thanks Patty Spivit for sending that one out too. That's cool. So many cool things going on right now. But first of all, I want to shout out to Jason Cabassi. He's like, hey, man, we're in Colorado. So he stopped by with his family and is like, yeah, we're going to come up to your neck of the woods. Last Friday, it was actually on Sarah's birthday. So we all got to go out to dinner. We made this mistake with Josh Rivers, by the way. And Josh, I'm so sorry, but we went to dinner first and Nuance Chocolate closes at eight. So we missed it. But this time, like, Uh, okay, if we want to go to Nuance, we got to go now. And then dinner. I know. So I did it right this time. 
And so we got to go try out the nuanced chocolate. And I just wanted to say, Jason, thanks for coming out. Really. That was really cool. And thanks for listening. And he's like, so when am I going to be on your show? And I was like, oh yeah. Just say when. He's been running hard with a lot of shows. He's a host. Walking Dead cast. Oh, yeah. You need to have him on so he can explain why that show completely fell apart writing-wise, <laughs> starting in the fifth season. Pure tripe, gratuitous violence, and horrible writing, in my opinion. So I want to hear what his take is on that. Well, Jason, there you go. Challenge. See? Yeah, because he's still doing the show, so he obviously still likes it enough to do the podcast. Yeah. Huh? Now, Lord Thunder, I got a text. He's like, I'm heading to the emergency room, and I'm like, wait, what? Yep, I'm, I'm heading over. I just like had this. He actually took the time to text you. He was going to the emergency room. What's well, wrong? It was really nice. And I thought, well, what's going on, dude? So anyway, he, he ended up having this little physical health ailment situation, but he's on the men now. But I just wanted to send out well wishes to you, man, and hope you feel better and recover quickly because <sighs> pain sucks. And Folgers is awesome. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Maybe, maybe, oh, would, maybe Folgers would, with lemon pledge sprayed on it. Maybe it's got to be better than hospital coffee. I think hospital coffee is Folgers. Oh, okay. I don't think it gets much worse than that. But anyway, he's on the men. So booyah. He's Lord Thunder. To me, he's invincible. So he's like Black Lightning is what he called himself once. He's like, (laughs) I'm Black Lightning. And I said, I need to watch this show. So I did. And I'm starting to watch it. And so far, it's really good, by the way. And here's what blows my mind. It's DC. First of all, DC shows are great. But Wait, I thought you were kidding. Black Lightning is a show. This is a real. It's a, he's a superhero. Oh, yeah. It's a real show. It's DC. It's on CW and it's a Greg Berlanti show. So I'm thinking this is going to be just like Supergirl and Flash and Arrow and, uh, you know, Legends of Tomorrow and all that. So I get in there and granted, it's the same universe. So they do make references and stuff like that. But I'm like, this is nothing like those shows. This is Greg Berlanti. And I know he's got some agendas he loves to push. But beyond the agendas, he is a brilliant producer and writer. So let's just, you know, when he's doing his job creating a story, it's amazing. Anyway, I'm watching this show and I'm like, this is nothing like a DC show. This is nothing like a Berlanti production. This is, it's very different, but it's really good. Berlanti and Kreisberg were, and Guggenheim, those three were were responsible for Arrow. You know, again, I'm still going back to the first two seasons of Arrow were some of the most brilliant TV I've ever seen. Loved it. Mm. Okay. Granted, things tanked in three and four and they've come back and I stopped watching back in November for various reasons and I'll come back to it someday. I just, I needed a break because for me, what was brilliant story writing turned into agenda pushing and the agendas would create holes in the story or inconsistencies that just, I can't get past, especially when you're used to something so good, right? So I took a break. Black Lightning, on the other hand, yeah, there's some agendas in there, but it's not at the expense of story. And so once in a while, it's like, if you're going to push, you know, something you believe in, I don't mind it as much if you're keeping the story consistent and brilliant. But when you start changing things just to push an agenda, I have a real problem with that. Black Lightning, though, is phenomenal. Here's the thing, though. It reminds me a lot of Luke Cage. There's a lot of similarity to the style of Luke Cage. So it's good, though. I mean, it's it's a fun show. In other words, it starts out unbelievably and unconscionably slow like Luke Cage did. Is that what, it, is that what you're saying? No, I don't think it's slow. I'm just saying there's just a lot of similarity. <laughs> I liked Luke Cage. That was actually one of my favorite Marvel shows. I wanted to like it and I started watching it. I watched maybe two or three episodes and it was just like, when is something going to happen? Maybe some of your listeners are going, what are you talking about? But I, no, I know I bad kid get into it. 
I, I, I wanted to. The first few episodes yeah. of Luke Cage were slow. I don't know. There's something about it that I just really got into and maybe I just okay. wanted to enjoy it or whatever. Black Lightning starts off kind of fast and then it slows down a little bit and then it kind of jumps up. And to me, it's actually kind of a nice balance. That's cool. Well, starting out fast, starting out with a bang and then slowing down a bit is not only normal, but it's also a smart strategy, in my opinion, for a, sure. for a show or a movie. It grabs you right out the bat and then it lets you down a bit and then builds up and builds up and builds up again. Yeah. That's just basic structure. And I'll say this about Black Lightning, though, is that I'm not binging it like the only show I'm watching back to back, you know, in a couple of days. I've been watching it over the period of weeks. Sometimes I watch an episode a day. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's a few days in between. So, I mean, I I have only gotten through maybe half the season over the course of a month or so. So, and I did that on purpose because I was watching that. I was watching Star Trek Discovery. So it's like, I've just been kind of doing it here and there. And that also, in my opinion, increases the enjoyment. There are very few shows that I can just binge on nonstop back to back right away. Mm -hmm. Now, Lost in Space was one of those for me. Where I can, Game of Thrones I, is one of those for me. Yeah. So there are shows like that, but uh, Discovery is also one of those I cannot watch back to back. I have to take a break sometimes and not watch mm-hmm. it. Your uh, analysis two weeks ago was right, that there's a big roller coaster. And, and it's funny because like the first, I said this last week, the first four episodes, eh, it was okay. Episode. And see, that was the opposite. I thought the first two, like two episodes, I was like, really, it grabbed me. Then it's then that. So my roller coaster with Discovery started on a high and. And yours started on a low. Well, the action was high for me, but mm-hmm. I didn't care. <laughs> that was the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. But then like episode five, six, and seven were really good. Episode eight was like, oh, kind of a sleeper. And then episode nine was really good. And then since then, it's been, you know, average. And I'm in the mirror universe mm-hmm. ones right now. Yeah. And, you know, they're okay. There's a lot of things I like about the mirror universe episodes it's different from all of the other series. A lot of the series tried to copy the original series mirror episodes. And this yeah. is completely different, which I like. You're, you're taking a whole different direction with it. I, I can't place when in the timeline it takes place, except that I know it's around 100 years after Enterprise. Okay, so one of the things they talk about is Captain Christopher Pike, by the way. Yeah. And and I know he makes an appearance in season two. I'm not quite sure what uh-huh. his role is, but... I haven't seen the end of season one, so I don't know if he shows up yet, but and I have. Okay, but I do know that he is a part of this and Christopher Pike was the first captain of the USS Enterprise that Captain Kirk eventually takes command of. Correct. So it's right about that time. Yeah. So they mentioned in one episode that, you know, almost 100 years ago, they talked about Captain Archer on the Enterprise. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I finished that season. The ending was really a mix of gratuitous and enticing i want to see what's what's coming in season two because of what happens at the very end but it was like really (laughs) so i don't know i I just don't know see and it's funny because like i just read a comment today on facebook about somebody saying that discovery was their favorite tv show ever now and now hands down the best of the star trek series ever made and i'm like what see we're all different we're all crazy different yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. So, And we've said it. It's no TNG. And it's not. It's not even close to the charm of TNG. But then again, maybe people didn't like TNG. Maybe it was too cheesy and for see, people. Yeah. And see, I liked Enterprise a whole lot better than Discovery. And a lot of people are going to oh, be I, I agree with jaw-dropping when, I, when, I, when they hear that. So I, I actually liked Enterprise, too. It was There was some yeah. charm to it. Now, granted, there are a lot of things about Discovery that I like better than Enterprise. But overall, yeah, I agree with you. I haven't finished it, though, so... 
Yeah. Well, Fascinating. Fascinating. Get through it. They did a really good job with the Andorians and the Tellurites. I'm yes. really, really impressed with what they did. Very true to the history of it. Same with the Vulcans. Really happy with what, I mean, the Andorians are like, yes, you nailed it. Klingon still, you guys suck to the big one on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, okay, let's get off Star Trek. I think people are tired of it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> maybe what I'll do is I'll just do a final report when I finish the series and then I won't talk yeah, about do that. it. Let's do this. We, we have a couple of ideas here and then we're going to nerd out about a couple of other things too. I want to talk about No Man's Sky because we talked about the update last week and we've had a chance to, to play it. So we'll talk about that here shortly. I wanted to get some feedback on this and I know you did too. We mm-hmm. talked about the idea of theme episodes two weeks ago with Justina. I know you were wanting to brainstorm some theme episode ideas too. And I actually have had some phenomenal uh, suggestions and advice. Why don't you test out a couple of ideas within the Real Brian show to see mm-hmm. what really, you know, nails some, some desires and excitement with, you know, with all of us. Let me explain this first of all, just so we get into it. The theme episode idea was something, you know, we did with the Harry Potter episode that was a specific theme episode. We did that last October, of course, brought it up two weeks ago again. Let's do that again. Then going along with that was what about doing a short run limited episode series? You know, we're talking three to five episodes just as a test to find out what we absolutely love, what we love hosting and what we love listening to. And mm. so, you know, a couple of ideas that came off was, yes, the theme episodes. We're doing those, you know, once a month, once a week, once a quarter, you know, something like that. TV show reviews. I mean, I, I used to do that. There's a lot of TV show review podcasts out there. Everybody's doing it right now. But I mean, shoot, I was one of the, not one of the first, but I was definitely among the pioneers of that many years back. You know, we did TV Talk Era, which became Aero Squad, so on and so forth. I love doing that. We talk about it all the time here. What about yeah. doing an episode a week under the Real Brian Show? Or, you know, I mean, we've talked about a network here of creating some kind of a network and having stuff underneath that, that we're still all hosting. It's part of what we're doing where we're just reviewing TV shows and we pick, you know, one and we do it and then we move on to the next one or whatever. And, and, you know, one of the ideas was, is we do a three to five episode run actually. Okay. So here's a great one coming up. The new Jack Ryan series on Amazon prime that comes up at the end of the end of this month, end of August. We could do that. See what y'all think. You know? I'd like to see how it compares to the hunt for Red October. That's right. I don't know if Jim can do it. Justice like Alec Baldwin. Not we'll sure. See. Movie reviews. Harrison yeah. Forder did a perfect Jack Ryan. Pretty excited. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Yeah. You know, we could do just, hey, it's a movie review episodes and we just go see movies and we review every single movie that we see. And yes, it's just, I like those. that's it. Just that's it for the episode. May not be every single week, but we'll try to do it weekly if we can. Another idea was the uh, what we call the summer superhero series. We do this before the summer ends. It is essentially what we're already doing on the show, except it's a focused episode of, you know, finding your superpowers, unleashing your superhero kind of thing. But, you know, doing it to, to live a, quote, fuller, happier life and making an impact on others. And that's the idea of interviewing people like, for example, Nicholas McCarthy, which was an amazing, amazing story and interview. When we talked to Suzanne about the whole do a Liz thing, phenomenal stuff, right? Right. Stuff like that, where we're bringing people on who have overcome something. We all have something in our lives to overcome. And I want to bring on people who have overcome something in their life and have like this hugely inspiring thing that gives us the, we can do this too. I can do this too. Yeah. Everyone loves an inspiring story. So that's a great idea. And again, is this something that we do for the summer? Okay, cool. You got five episodes. Great. Done until next summer. Or is this something where you're like, please do this every week, please. And this is what I want to know. 
Another idea, just the flat out nerding out interviews. So we nerd out all the time on this on this show. But again, another series, three to five episodes of focused content on people who nerd out about stuff. So, for example, Toby with Nuance Chocolate, George with Happy Lucky's Tea, Kevin, you know, with what he does with TV show podcasts, Tales of the Black Badge, Comic-Con, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Where, you know, it's it's a flat-out interview. We're nerding out, and we just hear what people are doing because I have curiosity, and I like to know. So I'm, I want to hear more dentist stories like last week. <laughs> that was fun. So, I mean, that was fun. stuff like that, to me, I just want to know how much of this really draws you in, captivates you, that kind of thing. It's somewhat of a test, you know, because then I'll figure out how much of this to implement in the show and, and whether or not it even you know, needs to be a standalone episode each week, or if it just needs to be integrated in part of the Friday shows, who knows? Now, one thing I'm going to say before I go any further, the Friday episodes will not change. We will continue these as normal. Nothing's changing. We're going to continue to do this the same. I just want to make that very clear. You're not losing anything here. This is additional episodes, limited time, limited episode run. I get your feedback and then we decide what to do from there. What I want to do is I want to narrow it down to what really really captivates because that's what I'd love to add to the show going along with that is the theme episodes. What are some ideas? I mean, do you have any ideas based on what I just said right there? Anything that you're like, Oh, I'd love that. I would love that. And I'd love to hear something about that. People telling stories from their own personal experiences. If they're inspiring stories, that's a huge bonus. I love that. That's why I like interviews. That's why I like hearing uh, your friend last week and podcast overlord green butterflies experience in Florida. And I just like to hear people tell stories. I really like oh, that. Interesting. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of like this American life and snap judgment on NPR radio lab. Those type of yeah. shows just grab hold of me and I just can't get enough of them. So that's that kind of stuff. That's, that's my sure. off the cuff preference to of, of additional content. I think, you know, storytelling is one of the most powerful things ever. You know, if you look back to the beginning of history, it's like storytelling oh, yeah. was prevalent ever since the beginning, you know, why we, before why we there live? was written language, there was storytelling. Exactly. Well, I, mean, I mean, and since of course, but I mean, you know, that's all we had before written history was storytelling. Sure. So yeah. Why do we love movies and books and TV? And I also think it's the best way to learn interestingly, but I also think it's just powerful. I mean, you, you get so much out of it. So we should have bad kitty back on again to, totally. you know, cause he's a good storyteller and we can set up some other interviews with other storytellers well that I want to I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, some of these ideas that we had are, are by no means limited to any, you know, we could do so many additional things as well. Those are just some ideas oh, yeah. I came up with that we've already done on the show. Things that I love to do, things that I know we all love to to listen to and be a part of as well. One, you know, I mean there's there's a couple of ideas that have already been thrown out for some of the theme episodes and obviously there's a huge desire to do Harry Potter part 2 this October especially with the new, you know, fantastic beasts coming out in November and stuff, which I think would be a lot of fun. Definitely could have done a lot more than that, but also there's been a, you know, do a Lord of the Rings, pretty much anything fantasy. Um, oh, yeah. There was a suggestion for game of Thrones. I haven't watched it or read it, so I, I wouldn't be able to participate, but maybe I'll start reading the books. I'm not sure, but you know, there's think of theme things, you know, so we could even do like a full on health themed related episode. It doesn't even have to be just, you know, TV or fun. It could be, we are going to get on health experts and we're going to hammer out, you know, this question that we have or something like that. Anna's got to be on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be fun to have like a bunch of different experts that can chime in on it and just let them do like, okay, here's my thought. Here's my thought, rebuttal, et cetera. I mean, I think that would yep. be fun. So there a are panel. Exactly. 
So we could have, you know, major themed episodes based on, you know, significant interests that we all have. TRB at realbryanshow.com. That's my direct email. You can post this in the Facebook group. I, re- I really don't care where you post this. Just somehow get in touch with me. I really want to hear some feedback on this. First of all, do you like the idea of themed episodes? Did you like the Harry Potter episode? Would you like more of something like that? What kind of theme episodes would you like? I mean, I really would love to hear ideas because somebody may suggest an idea and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Right. Let's do it. You know, how often? Once a month? Once a quarter? Once a week? I mean, I'd like to know. So some of these ideas we talked about, storytelling. I think storytelling needs to be pervasive in everything we do. I think that's just kind of a given for the entire show. Do you like, you know, the normal Friday episodes that we're doing right now? You know, should, we just kind of go jumping around and yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, this, it's almost like you're just hanging out with us. We're, totally. just, we're just hanging out, having a, having coffee, drinking tea, whatever we're doing. We're just hanging out. Do you drinking like these? lactose milk? And Folgers. Oh. And lemon pledge. Oh, I drink a lemon pledge. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like the banaca. You remember that stuff? That mouth spray? Of course. You got lemon pledge. <laughs> I lived in the eighties. Oh. I remember banaca. Well, <laughs> oh man, we always had banaca on us. It probably then. was oh, yes. lemon pledge. It was probably like laced with some addictive <laughs> agent or something. Oh my gosh. Good times. Yeah. So, you know, do you like the Friday shows? Do you want us to continue these? Because my first thought is, heck, yes, we're going to continue these Friday shows. Absolutely. Nothing's going to change with those. But hey, what if you're like, you know, you know what? I hate I hate these stupid Friday Ugh. shows. Ugh. Lame. Exactly. So let us know. You know, and these are all this is the feedback I'd love. Do you want us to start reviewing TV shows and go specific on those? Do you want us to start just reviewing every movie that we see? Do you want us to, you know, have these inspiring interviews? Which we already kind of do. <laughs> but I mean, specific to an episode just a Star Trek discovery review only. Right, right. You know what I mean? Only, yeah, yeah, nothing else. Do you want these inspiring interviews with people like Nicholas McCarthy, Suzanne from Duelist things, stuff like that, you know, share stories of overcome finding your, your superpower, unleashing your superhero, that kind of thing. Do you like the nerding out stuff? Anything else? Let us know. Love to hear these ideas. And if I don't hear from you, then I'm going to do whatever the, the frack I want and you're going to like it. Shout out to Martin, the flash, by the way, who has Cybercast. It's a great show, by the way. And he's like, I'm going to talk about whatever I'm passionate about. <laughs> I'm like, yes, <laughs> I love it. It's kind of the same way here at the real Brian show that I talk about whatever we are passionate about. But I really I'm also asking, what are you passionate about and how can we integrate that into the show? But, you know, if I don't hear back, then fine, we'll we'll, we'll do what Martin's doing, because I think it's brilliant. We'll just talk about whatever You'll we want. Back. Just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Got nothing but time. That's right. Nothing but time. <laughs> Speaking of that, we got nothing but time to finish Alien Isolation, which we still haven't played since the last time we hosted a show. So soon, really soon, we're going to get to that. I think we only have we're one chapter done. left. Yeah, we're almost done. Yep. Let's talk about No Man's Sky really quickly. Now, how Please. how often have well, <laughs> I've played this one session since last week, since we talked about it. So I've had a chance to test out the new update. But you, on the other hand, have you slept Yes, uh, I've you know I've I've been I've been hitting it reasonably a couple hours a night basically for the last oh, okay. only like four nights maybe. Okay. So, but while I'm playing it, man, time flies. They they've definitely improved that game in yeah. a in a fairly significant way, not hugely significant. I last played it third quarter of 2016, and I put it down just like everyone else was disappointed with it. Uh, I didn't get a refund though. I just put it put it down, mm-hmm. uninstalled it after last week's episode. You guys talking about it got me thinking oh i gotta get you know try it again just to see didn't cost me a thing so i just re-downloaded it and it's definitely an improvement to me it looks like they've 
made the game more like Minecraft, mm. but they have what Minecraft never had from the start, which is graphics. <laughs> I, I was very the reason say, I can't stand Minecraft, and I can't stand, <laughs> yeah. I cannot stand the phenomenon that is Minecraft is the ridiculous graphics. I never understood it the, either. Oh, I just do not get it. Yeah. I love the concept. The concept makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. It looks like a fun waste of time if they only had non-retro graphics. No Man's Sky does not have, I mean, it has really pretty good graphics and it does. you can do a lot of the same stuff. So yeah. I'm pretty happy. The cool thing about it though, is that you don't need to have played it before and had a bunch of money say, you know, on your character saved up and, and a decent ship and all that to have fun with it. You can start from the very beginning in whatever mode you're comfortable with and just kind of let yourself get lost and create and refine and mine and discover and yeah. go on little missions now that they didn't have before. And it's a very fun waste of time, basically. You know, one of the best things ever that they did was multiplayer. And so Johnny Pistol Shot and I, you know, we did a little game together and we got off and easy like we were in the same system together he had all of his stuff so he had a nicer ship and you know he had all of his things and i was starting over and he helped me with everything and so you know i was getting my ship fixed up and everything but i will say this the planet that I've, i've only been on one planet but the planet that i was on significantly better than any of the planets that were in the original game because they actually added a lot of variety as far as landscape and everything like that, that you didn't see in the original game it was very basic very plain and you know it just didn't feel like a real planet you can switch between first and third person now, which you didn't used to be able to do. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. more functionality that just makes sense. You know, it's much more intuitive as a gaming perspective and also just as in controlling a character that didn't make any sense in the original game. The biggest thing for me is definitely the content, the mechanics that they've added. Yeah. I didn't notice as much of a difference as you're describing with the with the planetary terrains and stuff, but I definitely noticed in the original launch that all the planets you went to were, even though they were a little different, they were also very, very similar. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm not seeing that as much. Yeah, yeah. And it's not quite as bad anymore, but there is a lot more, mecha- there's a lot more crafting mechanics now. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm enjoying a lot of is the crafting mechanics. Well, it's a lot less confusing too. Cause when I was in the beginning, you know, I played this two years ago and I thought, well, I don't even understand what to do here. And I got up, went to a planet. I didn't still didn't know what was going on. But in this, I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense. Like understanding what these materials are for and mm-hmm. why I need them and stuff like this is so much more intuitive. And anyway, it's a lot more fun. I found myself captivated by this where I was not even close to captivated two years ago. So I love mm-hmm. But again. I love multiplayer games. I mean, we're doing this together now. And in fact, you know, you can join us. We can all get on and we can have a mass multiplayer game. Maybe we should try that this weekend or next weekend or something like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's worth trying for those of you who have it and stopped playing it worth uh, definitely yeah. reinstalling and trying again and see what you think. Yeah, it, for sure. If you bought it, did not get a refund and have just been kind of letting it languish in your Steam library for sure. Yeah. Give it a try just to see how you what you think. Equalizer two. Did you? I this? still haven't seen Equalizer oh, one, man. so I'm going to back off and listen to you. <laughs> OK, well, I'll just chat real quick. Now, I loved Equalizer one, thought it was fantastic. My neighbor and I went to that originally. It takes place in Boston. He's from Boston. He loved it. Went back and rewatched the original Equalizer. Just as good. Oh, man. It's like, man, I just I forgot how great this movie was. Went and saw Equalizer 2. I was blown away, dude. It was equally as good as the first one, if not even a little better. Very good. There was a lot to it. Now, granted, I've seen some reviews of it that are you know trashing it. And I thought, did we watch the same movie? I mean, 
<laughs> what? Uh, you just no, no, you just can't. It's not even a matter of opinion. It's a matter of like what? Point being, really, really good movie. If you like that type of action, it is uh, Antoine Fuqua, Fuqua, however you pronounce his last name. Here's an interesting tidbit, and I said this last week. First sequel Denzel has ever done, and the first sequel that Antoine Fuqua, Fuqua, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Fuqua, I just want to say that. First sequel that he's ever directed. So that's kind of interesting to me. Really, really good, and I will say this. There was one comment that I saw. This is the hero that we need right now in real life, and I, I kind of went almost in 100% agreement with that. There's a lot about this guy that I love as a character, there's a couple lines in there, you know, in, in the first movie, in the second movie, he he gives everybody a chance. He goes up to them and he says, you know, you have a chance to you have a chance to change. You know, you, you can do what's right is what he usually says. So it's kind of like this person's done something really bad or something wrong. I mean, it's it's really bad for him to get involved. And he goes up and he gives them a chance to change and do the right thing. Every one of us should have that chance and that opportunity in our life to do the right thing and change from our quote bad choices. If you know what I mean? I like that. He gives people that chance. Sometimes they take that chance and they change their life and other times they don't. And he, well, he equalizes equalizes them. them. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's this dude who they live in the same apartment area. You know, he's a, he's an artist, but he's also getting involved with, you know, bad crowds starts to become somewhat of a, of a drug dealer kind of thing. And you got a lot of talent. You know, you're a kid, you got a whole life in front of you single mom situation. He's trying to, you know, pay the bills and help his mom out, you know, and that kind of thing. And he makes more money dealing drugs than he does with his artistry. And he's like, you know, there's no future with my art and that kind of thing. And so there's just this powerful, powerful, powerful scene between Denzel and this character where he's in this kid's face. I mean, like face to face, almost like touching, yelling at him. Like, you don't know what death is. I do kind of thing. You know, you got to change your life. And I'm not, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, but Eventually, the kid starts crying and he's like, why me? And Denzel's character is like, why not you? Yeah, that is what we all need to hear in this world. Why Why not not you? Yeah, why not me? So cool. The message in that movie is powerful. Granted, there are some other things that people may not like about it, and I get that. But wow. And it is based on, for those of you who are a little older, the 1980s. TV series of the same name. Yes. Based on that. I never did see, so I don't know what that's like. I never watched it either, but it was always on and I just kind of watched around it. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. And he drinks tea. And in the second one, they actually filmed quite a bit of the show on, or quite a bit of the movie on the street that my neighbor lived on when he was in in Boston. So he's like, that's my street. Boston. (laughs) It was cool. Thanks a lot, man. That was good episode. That was fun. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. If you can believe it, we, we actually got through it faster than I thought, but you know, we were just focused and well-spoken. Booyah. Into it. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. I finally heard Baskin. that quote. Did you see where it came from? Finally. Oh from, yeah. Uh, Big trouble in little China. It was, I was like, Oh, that I totally missed that. <laughs> but all I could think of was the princess, you know, moon child going Indeed. even though she never said that. That's just what I saw That's in my right. mind's eye. It was That's terrible. Right. She never did. Oh my gosh. Well, Captain Influence, as always, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know what the music means. I do. It's not time for Folgers and Lemon Pledge, though. No. No, it's too late in the evening for that. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's all right. (laughs) Well, we're going to share some of those links in the show notes, realbrianshow.com. And again, I would really love to hear from you what your thoughts are on some of these episode thematic series ideas. Please, please talk to me. 
But in the meantime, have a wonderful rest of your day. Real Brian Show signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.